Welcome to The Complete Angler, your source of information on the outdoor industry in central Canada. With over 35 years in the field, host Don Lamont covers topics and issues with industry leaders and influencers to bring you up to speed on what's happening in the outdoor world. And now, here's your host, Don Lamont. Fishing the Wild West TV host, Wes David, is our guest on today's podcast. We'll talk to Wes about the upcoming new season of shows. Season number seven of Fishing the Wild West TV will begin airing in Canada and the U.S. on Monday, December the 26th. After four and a half months on the road water with only 14 days total at home, Wes and his cameraman Chuck completed shooting the 2022 season. They include episodes in British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and after a four-year absence, the province of Manitoba. Hey, Wes, great to have you on the show again. It's that time of the year because Fish in the Wild West has a new season coming. And I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Thanks for having (laughs) me, Don. I'm looking forward to it as well. Season seven is, uh, it was an incredible season. And um, yeah, Chuck is, is flat out in the editing room now. I believe he's got four, maybe five delivered to the networks already. Well, it was really nice to have you out here. We got you out to do, uh, I understand, like four shows, Wes? You got out of Manitoba? Yeah, it was uh, It was great to be back. It was a four-year absence from Fish and Wild West TV being in Manitoba, and we, we shot four episodes um, and covered some really popular hot spots uh the red river for the channel catfish fish with uh cat daddy fishing guide services manitoba um or lake man lake winnipeg sorry yeah the manitoba river and i mean trail end camps we we spent three or four days at trail end camps fish lac de bonnet uh lake everything there that is a that is a little piece of angler's paradise there yeah, well, actually, the Winnipeg River, which is uh, where Trails End Camp is at Point of Walk, and uh, you also got at Lac Bonnie, you got to catch some crappies. Is that the first time for you? No, I've caught crappies before, but that was uh, the first time ever doing it with walleye techniques. Oh, cool! And what were you using? We were using the the one ounce bottom bouncers, um, picking up scattered crappie. They were. They're all over, you know, on the flats, and I believe it was eight to fourteen feet of water. Uh, we got to fish with Eric Mullen, yeah. um, which he said is very common in August for crappie to be scattered, and it and it was it held true. We picked up two or three, and then it would be, you know, a little ways. We pick up three or four more, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, right along those weed lines, right just off the weed lines on on the big mud flats there when they're feeding off those coronamids and those other insect larvae in the bottom. Yeah, it was it was great, and we even had a little adventure. We got into a backcountry lake as well. Yes, we walked into uh, again. We were with with you and Kevin from Hook Magazine. It was good to get him out of the office. Yeah, no kidding. Um, we walked into I forget the lake name of that lake. I can't even remember myself. Anyway. And it was incredible. The best smallmouth bass fishing I've ever experienced. Uh, boats were waiting in there. You, we portaged across one lake to get into another lake and nonstop smallmouth bass fishing. Yeah. Anyway, it was great to have you. But that Manitoba was certainly not your only stop. And you finally got to get out to the West Coast again. 
Um, yeah, we went back out with Serengeti Fishing Charters. Uh, we stopped with them. We also went to uh, Queen Charlotte Safaris on Queen Charlotte Island there, Haida Gwaii. Yeah. Uh, what a, if I ever go missing, Don, that's where I'll be. I've been there three times. Incredible. Yeah. And uh, I got to spend uh, a really educational three days jigging salmon with Tim, the owner of Buzz Bomb Lures. And uh, we, we fished, we jigged the the buzz bomb, the spinos, and the zingers, and truly got a first-hand look and knowledgeable of of what the lures do differently, how they fall, how they retrieve, and even how the the salmon respond to them. Well, I'm really looking forward to that show because uh, I've been fishing zingers and 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 the buzz bombs for walleyes for years, and uh, I I'm really interested to see how they work on the salmon. They it was. It, because most people troll they they troll when they're looking for salmon right um we found them just like we we're fishing a lot we'd find them on on the fish finder drop down jig up you know in the schools jig up endless salmon until they quit biting and then we just follow the schools and it was a lot more a lot more personal a lot more hands-on with salmon and as you know salmon they're a tough fish they can fight oh yeah that's a blast to catch them like that now what fascinating show I want to see is you did an article in the last issue of Hook Magazine, the, the winter issue, and or, 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 was it the winter issue or the fall issue? I can't even remember. Fall issue on Lac La Biche. What a walleye fishery. Holy man. Um, it was the fall issue. Yeah. Um, that is Alberta's walleye mecca. Um, the There was a, not only an abundance of walleye, but I couldn't believe how incredibly healthy there was all age groups, but a lot of big walleye and they were, it was a walleye anglers paradise because they were where walleye were supposed to be on rock structure, on humps, in the ditches. And uh, we did a Lindy rigging episode with them and it was just nonstop walleye action and the community. Um, and I got to echo this for Selkirk, Manitoba as well. The community of Selkirk, Lac La Biche, and all the communities we went to were, were just so supportive and so friendly to anglers. They made it accommodating places to park your boat, plug your boat in to charge your electronics. It was an incredible, incredible experience. What uh, what did you get up to in Saskatchewan this year? Um, Saskatchewan, we, we headed up north to Adventure Destination Internationals. We did a couple self-guided fly-ins. Um, we also went to um, Nordic, Nordic Lodge. That's a drive to and did a, a guided trip with them. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, we were in Grainfell, Saskatchewan, fishing walleye. Um, man, I can't, we, we hit Saskatchewan quite a bit as well. Saskatchewan and Manitoba is our greatest focus this year. Well, wow, we're looking forward to seeing those shows. And uh, now, like you've been busy, like uh, your network where you're seeing is is really growing explain what's happening with all this uh well <laughs> we're very very fortunate Don. um we were on we started this season we're going to be on four networks uh sportsman channel canada sportsman channel the world fishing network and one stingray network now we've added we have those and we've added a second and third stingray network um, we'll be on Wild TV, 
and uh, three cable company or cable networks in the northern U.S., so from Spokane right to New York. I don't even remember their initials or what they are, but yeah. we signed up. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive. And the Cowboy Channel, Cowboy oh. Channel Canada, forgot about them, and the we just passed and been approved for the Cowboy Channel out of the U.S. So what other news is, uh, do you have to tell us, Wes, about uh, Fishing the Wild West? What other projects do you have planned? Well, uh, all the projects with, with the Hook Magazine team, the fishing reports, the, the articles, um, will be at sports shows coming up starting here, I believe they start end of January. Um, we are doing our podcast. We got our podcast starting again January. And just lots of office work right now and lining other things up for the 2023 season. Well, that's great. Um, so do you have any idea what you might have planned for 2023 as far as uh, different projects? Well, um, 100% we're coming back to Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Oh, great. Two amazing provinces. The fishing is incredible. Um, and not just northern Manitoba and Saskatchewan. Central and southern Saskatchewan is, man, that's, a, that's an, also an angler's paradise. Uh, but we will be in Saskatchewan. We're going back up to Lac La Biche region. We're going to do another episode up there. I haven't decided on the lake yet. Um, and we'll be heading north into to uh, Ena Lake, depending. Uh, they've got that for the spring as well. And all depending on the winter they okay. have. Mm -hmm. Those dates will fluctuate a little bit. And uh, back out to the West Coast with Buzzbomb. That was just way too much fun uh, to miss out. Yeah, I bet. Ina Lake, I made it a couple of years ago. You were unable to go because of your schedule. We had a we had a great trip up there with uh, some of my old friends, right? To Ken Bailey and TJ Swanky and and a whole crew of uh, outdoor writers. Um, it, it was uh, it was a real blast. Beautiful place. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And it seemed like great people to work with. Yeah, I had the manager there. He's a he's a, he's a real treat. Yeah, it was and really great equipment and first class accommodation and 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 food as well. Excellent. We'll look for I'll, we'll look forward to all of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we'll uh, we'll get together and I can help you out again like I did last year on on places you might want to go in Manitoba. There's certainly no shortages of great place to fish. Uh, Kevin and I actually uh, made it down to Rafferty Reservoir um, in August this year and was tremendously surprised about how great the walleye fishing was. So that's something you might have to consider down the road. And we will be, uh, I will be reaching out to you as soon as I plan out the Saskatchewan and Manitoba locations. Um, there's just so many beautiful drive to lakes that anglers can take advantage advantage of that you know it's nice to have someone like yourself in the areas and you know kind of with their their thumb on the pulse of the fishery of what's going on so it makes our job a lot easier are you going to have any ice fishing segments this year well i think uh it's hard for me to think about that now as the wind blows at 32 <laughs> <below> right <laughs> but uh i think we are going to do we've had a lot of great response with the ice fishing um and and yes the answer is yes we just got to try to keep them fun and exciting um and educational 
and well, when it's not 40 below so the cameras don't freeze up. Yeah, no kidding. I guess that's what they got pop-up tents for. Yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted to come out to Lake Winnipeg. We were going to one year with you, and, and you had so last year we had so much snow that it just made it hard to get around. So I haven't ruled that out yet. Yeah, well, you know, the way to do that is go in a snow bear. Yeah. So maybe, Don, I'll call upon you and all your connections. <laughs> well, Line up the snow bear. Yeah, I know a couple of people that have one, but uh, they're the uh, they're the ultimate ice fishing machine for sure. Um, I kind of like them at my age. It, it takes a lot of the work out of it for sure. Um, we still might have a, a trip coming up too to Oklahoma to fish for the the paddlefish, the billfish. Oh, oh wow! Uh, looking forward to that, and um, I'd like to do. We're going to Mexico, so I'm in the process of of lining something up, possibly lining something up there. Now, you haven't you done some? Uh, I remember you wrote a story about catching shark, and was it San Francisco? San Francisco, yeah, I've done it in uh, Hawaii as well. Um, it, it's it seems funny that a prairie farm boy has a has a list of eleven sharks that he wants to catch. I got six of them, six of them covered. I got I got seven more to go. Have you got a thrasher shark? Yes. Oh, you have? Yes, Thrasher Shark. I've got the Nerf Shark. I've got I got a lot of common, and that even counts counts the Salmon Shark. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's – I need a black tip. Okay. That's, that's one, on one of my necks. I'd like to catch a, a tiger. And even uh, – the, there's a whole list there I got. And I got to go to places to get them. So that makes it exciting as well, the places I get to go to fish them. Well, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting uh, passion that you have there. I remember uh, it was a Cabo San Lucas that was actually shooting an episode of The Complete Angler down there. That's the only international Complete Angler show I ever did. And uh, it was interesting because we were going out on, on, on the charter and the guide said, oh, those are thrasher shark on the surface. We better fish for those because <laughs> they were they were hurting the, you know, the, the fish, the bait fish up or whatever they were feeding on. So we dropped down and um, we ended up landing a couple of them. And I had one that the guy, the, the charter captain said was probably over a thousand pounds. And, and uh, they had to, the two people had to hold on to me because I had 80 pound drag. And anyway, <laughs> I couldn't stop. And the, the thresher shark ended up cutting through my line. And uh, the guide was really, the charter captain was really happy because he got all his line back. Oh, did you get to see him? No. No, I oh, couldn't stop him. No, he oh. just kept going. Yeah, he he was he was heading to the bottom, and there was no stopping him. <laughs> hard to hold a hard to hold a thousand pound shark back nowadays. Yeah, I guess they get up to twelve hundred pounds. So, what's the biggest shark you've ever caught? Uh, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it'd be two hundred pounds, and it was uh, it was like the white tip shark. Okay, and a hammerhead shark, probably probably. Right around close, and of course, I'm just guessing because you can't, you don't bring them into right. the boat, right? Um, so, so I'm just guessing. Um, but as much work as I had to do getting them to the boat to take the hook out, I'm going 200 pounds. As a fisherman, I'll probably go 250. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> the point five principle. Yeah, that's the way um, I go, boy. I wish I would have done it. I mean, COVID messed things up, but I wish. I'm very flattered as we've had lots of people email and message through social media asking us if we have, you know, fished Mexico or, you know, different places like that. And it's it's real flattering just uh, that they respect us enough to reach out. 
Yeah, that's great. You know, just an interesting side note with the Thrasher Shark, uh, they have really dark meat. We kept one um, because they're extremely good eating. And as we drove back to the, this is in Cabo San Lucas, the first hand cleaned the shark. And we had a fresh meal right there. And then they, they flash froze some and I brought it back to Winnipeg and it was absolutely delicious. It's, it's a great eating fish. Oh, yeah. And I've never I've never had the experience. I'd like to. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I've had barracuda and that was delicious. Yeah. OK. Um, so from the past year, what would have been a couple of the highlights that for you? Um, the, the, the fishing always takes care of itself. Though. Like, I mean, we trailing camps, the fishing takes care of itself, but the little things that, you know, maybe I, when I was younger, I used to take for granted, like that night when we, Kevin and I, we, we cooked supper and we, you know, everybody gathered for a big meal and the camaraderie and, and visiting and telling fish stories. I truly enjoy those. Um, I've often said it before, Saskatchewan, loaded, you know, farmers and ranching. I pulled up to the pumps and filled up the truck and talked hunting, fishing, farming and ranching all in one tank of gas. Those are the little things that, that become highlights for me now. Um, of course, I love every minute on the water and there's a lot of ups and downs. It's like an athlete. There's a lot of extreme ups and downs filming the show. But the little things that I, I truly believe I once took for granted are the highlights now, you know, visiting with people and the sites, stuff like that is. So there's there's so many of them. We'd have to do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, no kidding. I have a lot of lifelong friends from all my time traveling across Western Canada and filming the Complete Angler Show. Yeah, that night we had with Vance and Marine and Carter and Kevin and everybody and uh, Chuck you know, at Trailland Camp was, was a real special memory for me. And, and and you're right. Those kind of things are the things that you remember. Like you say, the fishing takes care of itself. But it's it's those memories, it's those friendships that are really are enduring. Yeah, it's the little things like the 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 stories and the friendship. You you know, you you can always go back and go fishing, but it's hard to recreate you know, that evening, you know, the supper when we all sat and visited and, and shared stories, those are, those are hard to recreate. Yeah, that's for sure. So yeah, there's a lot of highlights. I, I enjoy talking with people and visiting people and, and, uh, you know, I, I'd be lying if, if I didn't say it didn't feel good or, you know, make me feel good when people come up and said, love the show and all that, but just visiting with them and just, knowing that someone's watching i appreciate that and, and i enjoy visit if they're going to take the time and come and talk to me i'm damn sure going to talk to them now when is the new season going to air and where wes it, it starts the week of december 26th um we're this the same times the bulk of it is mondays tuesdays fridays and saturdays um i have fish in the wild west tv set up now where it's airing on four networks every every week it airs something like eight or ten times a week if you put all the networks together um you can go on your local tv guide we'll have them on our i believe chuck's updating the facebook or the website now you can go on there or you know if you're part of if you have sportsman channel canada world fishing network wild tv you can go on there and find them and there'll be other locations listed on our website where you can watch it.
Oh, that's great. So December the 26th is when it all starts. Yeah, and follow us on social media because we're always posting, uh, you know, teasers and where you can watch it and and all the info is on there as well. Yeah, and it'll be on it'll be on our website here with this uh, with this podcast. How to how to find you? <clears throat> yeah, greatly appreciated. So, you got anything special planned for Christmas? Um, <laughs> no, I got to stop and think about Christmas. That's not very far. I'm leaving <laughs> tomorrow to go on a three day deer hunt and then uh come back and i better get my beautiful bride something i i uh my wife Susie's pretty amazing she never complains about how much fishing how because we're on the road a lot she never complains how much fishing and how much i'm gone but in the winter when she says we're going on a vacation or we're renting you know a room in the house she's not asking <laughs> yeah i got a chance to meet your lovely wife in yorkton this year it was it was a lot of fun yeah yeah so i'm i'm grateful there she's part of the team for sure yeah she is that's great yeah i just uh actually got my christmas tree up yesterday so we're starting to feel in the mood <clears throat> bring on christmas <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to a little bit of downtime we we shut the offices down for about two weeks in December, other than what has to be dealt with. And and I, I truly am looking to the downtime. Okay, Wes. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to seeing uh, the new episode starting December the 26th. Thank you, Don. Thanks for having us. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in. Visit hookedmagazine.com to subscribe to The Complete Angler and never miss an episode.